This is the Red Sox Precap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelley Verstraight. Part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Red Sox Precap Podcast. Podcast from the Over the Monster Podcast Network where we recap the series that just ended, preview the one that's about to start. I am your host, Keaton DeRocher, back as always with Shelley Verstraight. Uh, we took a bit of a, a break over the holiday weekend. Uh, didn't record because of the holiday. Uh, Shelly, how was your fourth? Um, it was good. Uh, it was nice and relaxing. Just spent it with my, my husband and my two dogs. Uh, what about you, Keaton? Pretty much the same. Just relaxed. Uh, played some cribbage, did some grilling. It's a nice little day. Love it. All right. Well, the Red Sox uh, have, since we last recorded, um, have gotten themselves into a pattern of playing a whole bunch of one-run baseball games. Uh, and that was uh, not out of the norm of this series as well. Uh, game one against the Angels, Martin Perez versus Jose Suarez. The Red Sox get the win 5-4. to four. It was another typical Perez start, five and a third innings, eight hits, three Ks, one walk, two runs, only one of those earned. But then followed up by another tremendous performance from the bullpen. Sarah Taylor Ottavino followed that up. The lid led in two runs. Uh, Ottavino made it interesting in the ninth, uh, but was able to get Otani to ground out uh, and pick up the save and uh, chirp Otani a little bit about his birthday. So, yeah. Shelly, what what did you think of uh, Martin Perez's start? Um, yeah, I mean, exactly what you said. I mean, this is a typical uh, Perez start. This is what you, honestly, this is what you like to see. I mean, yeah, I mean, I want the Perez that we had at the beginning of the season where, I mean, he was like striking out five, six, seven guys going seven innings, but that's, that's not Perez. I mean, this is kind of what you'd want from your fifth inning guy. So I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm, I'm totally fine with it. Yes, as long as you're getting a chance to win every night, which is what it's given you. So that's, uh, that's about all you can ask for. Uh, Verdugo got the night off. Rafael Devers moved into the two-hole and had himself a night going three for five with a three-run bomb. Shelly, uh, that lineup has largely remained unchanged. Um, however, Devers does have a lot of experience hitting in the second spot in the order. Would you like to see him do that more often? Um, I mean, I, I, I kind of do, but with how well this kind of lineup has, uh, produced so far, you know, with Verdugo hitting second and then, you know, going all the way down to Devers hitting fifth, um, I just kind of trust Cora at this point and I'm just like, fine, if we don't want to mess with this, we don't want to mess with this, but you know, Verdugo having a, a night off, Devers moving up there, I'm fine with that, but I'm kind of trusting Cora at this point when it comes to the lineup. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. Um, I mean, we talked a lot about the leadoff spot, but it, I mean, they haven't had an issue with the current lineup they've been rolling out. Uh, although I did think it was interesting, not starting the year with Devers in that two-hole, but having him further down in the lineup. But they're scoring runs. Uh, that was the majority of the offense. Um, Red Sox had seven hits on the night, and three of them came from Devers. So uh, strong game from him. Uh, difficult series for the Red Sox offense. Uh, really kind of just the – it was a slow offensive West Coast trip. So it's nice to have them back on the East Coast. Uh Adam Odomino, as we said, got the save. That was his seventh of the season. Moving on to game two. Game two. Angels five, Red Sox three. 
dropping game two. This was the uh, the highlight of the series, Nathan Nivaldi versus Shohei Otani. Uh, first game for Nivaldi since being named an all-star, and he didn't look great. Uh, got through five and two-thirds innings to 104 pitches, nine hits, five earned runs, but only walked runs, struck out nine. Shelly, this was actually, I mean, we've talked about Nivaldi really the last two seasons in that um, when he's too in the strike zone, racking up strikeouts, he tends to get hit a lot, which is exactly what we saw. Yeah, it, 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 you you said it correctly. Like that's exactly what we saw. Again, I mean, we saw these strikeouts, um, but then again, he threw 104 pitches. He was getting deep at the counts, only going five um, and two thirds innings. It was uh, just kind of like one of those typical Eovaldi starts that we get occasionally, where. Yeah, he's effective from like the strikeout standpoint, but he doesn't go far. He gets hit around. Yeah, it was sadly just one of those games. And of those nine hits, five were extra bases. Two doubles from Fletcher, a double from Otani, a double from Stassi, and a home run from Stassi. Uh, so they were not not cheap hits. They got their licks in. Uh, from the Red Sox perspective, though, again, uh, only six hits. No one had a, a multi-hit night. Uh, lots of offers and seven strikeouts. However, following Evaldi, uh, Brandon Workman went an inning in the third, uh, two hits, two strikeouts, no runs, and Yaxal Rios, a nice clean inning with a strikeout to so the bullpen. Able to settle down after that, but by the time they got there, damage was done. Um, Danny Santana left the game with a uh, with an injury, which uh, could kind of muddy the waters of the 40-man roster um, depending on how much time he ends up needing to miss. It looks like he is headed for the IL. Do you think it's Duran time or uh, Cordero taking uh, some time at first base in Worcester? Do you think he's the next man up? Or is Chavis back? Uh, Yeah, I mean, honestly, um, who knows? I mean, especially with, you know, the All-Star break coming up, I Doubt it's going to be Duran because it, it would seem kind of odd to bring him up for like what four or five games and then have the All Star break again. Um, I think that it could be Cordero um, if he has to miss some time, but I mean, I guess we could see Chavis. It's just like he looks, Chavis looks like so bad his last time up. It's kind of like maybe we'll just kind of give Cordero a little bit of run uh, before Duran comes up. Yeah, I would. I kind. Of, I'm interested in um, how Franchi has been doing at first, and I think that's kind of interesting because he's been wrecking since he went down to AAA. But then again, this is, that's also kind of what he does, right? <laughs> he demolishes AAA and then gets called up and struggles. But I'm like, he's doing so well in AAA. I'm kind of like buying back into it that. Um, maybe he just needs to get his head right, and if he's you know passable enough at first, that's kind of interesting. So, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I think I'm going to be fine with whichever way they go. But I think you're right. Uh, after the All Star break, seems to make the most sense for Duran. So, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Red Sox drop game two, five to three. On to game three today. Another one run game for the Red Sox. Their fifth and sixth games, I believe. I believe all the games against Oakland, games against Oakland were one-run games. Yep. Um, dropped five to four. The pitching matchup here 
Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez versus Andrew Heaney. Um, we'll call this one the dink and dunk game because there was a stretch of the game where all seven hits from the Angels had an exit velocity below 80 miles an hour uh, off of Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, only scoring two runs, however, not able to kind of string them all together. But um, a bit of a tough outing for Rodriguez. I know – I think the last couple times he's gone out there um, – like Eck in particular has talked about how just absurdly unlucky Eduardo Rodriguez had been <laughs> in his starts, and it kind of seemed like more of the same. Are you are you still tossing up that he's just in a pit of bad luck right now? Yeah, I mean, I really, I really, whenever I watch him, like I don't understand how unlucky he is because, I mean, he's just. Honestly, he's just getting, like, these little dinks and dunks, like, all the time. Like, this game in particular, um, you know, against the Angels was extremely just... I was just watching it, and I'm just like, how on earth did that happen? It's just... Yeah, he's very unlucky. So, it's not that he's pitching poorly. It's just... Man, he really poo-pooed on, like, some bad bad gods there. I don't know what he did, but... <laughs> Pretty much. Um... Rodriguez uh, did get five strikeouts, no walks, uh, nine hits total for the line, four earned runs. The bullpen followed behind him. Saramura with a nice inning. Darwins and Hernandez with an inning, giving up an earned run, and then Whitlock closed it out. Pretty decent performance on the series from the bullpen, but the starting pitch up adding some hiccups with the offense struggling a bit. Uh, total for the series... Uh, 41 men left on base across the three games uh, in the two that they lost. It was 26. Tough outing for the Bats. Yeah, yeah, just, uh, oh, yeah, that, 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 yeah, you can't win with that. You can't win with that. Nope. 26 men left on base and uh, losing by a total of three runs. Also in game three, uh, pit of bad luck in the sixth inning where the Red Sox were starting to put some things together. They had... Just scored a run um, to uh, cut the lead to uh, four to three. Uh, and then Christian Vasquez grounded into a double play where the fielder never stepped on second base to end the inning. Yep. Just uh, all around bad luck, that bad West Coast juju. Yep. Uh, so that Carver's a series, Red Sox dropped two out of three to the Angels, uh, finishing a real tough West Coast swing, but now they're back on the East Coast. Shelly, who is your pick for MVP of the series? Um, I don't know. Uh, this, uh, yeah, this series is kind of just really frustrating. Um, but, I mean, I guess I'll give it to Devers. Um, he had a really good first game and made some good plays out in the field. Uh, I mean, he kind of threw a ball away today, but I'm, I'm going to give it to Devers. You know, sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some with Devers. More often than not, though, you win some. So, yep. solid pick. Uh, I'm going to go with Bogarts, who ended up having three hits in the game uh, today. Um, everybody pretty much had an offer at some point. Yeah. So, it's not a, lot of, not a lot of great options to choose from there. But, all right. Well, we will take a break, come right back, and preview the upcoming series against the Philadelphia Phillies. All right, after dropping two out of three 
to the Angels. The Red Sox still sit atop the American League East, uh, still uh, seven and three in their last ten. So even though it was a tough West Coast swing, still strong outing there. Two and a half games up on the Rays, eight and a half up on the Blue Jays, nine up on the Yankees, twenty four and a half up on the Orioles. Uh, welcoming Philadelphia Phillies to town, who are currently second in the NL East, four and a half back of the Mets at 41 and 42. I've already seen Philly earlier this year uh, in, a, in a nice little, I think it was a little two game series there. Um, pitching matchups for this Garrett Richards, Vince Velasquez, Martin Perez versus Matt Moore, and Nick Pavetta versus Aaron Nola, uh, having the fortunate miss of Zach Wheeler in this series for the Red Sox. Um, what are you expecting from those pitching matchups and what are you kind of looking for? Um, oh, geez. Uh, that's basically what I have to say about the first two. Uh, uh, <laughs> Richards, I have no earthly idea and I don't think that I'll like it. Um, Martin Perez, he's okay. Um, but then, you know, he's going up against Matt Moore. So, um, it should be, I don't know, a lot of offense. Um, and then in that first game, Richard's going up against Velasquez. So, it's like, yeah. It, it, it's not going to be fun from a, a fan who likes to watch pitching with those first two games. <laughs> um, but, you know, maybe okay, maybe the, the final game will be a little bit redeemed with Nola. He hasn't looked like the ace that we've seen him the last couple of years, but he's still really, really good. And Pravetta, you know, maybe he, you know, has a revenge game in him and just pulls it out. So it's going to be a very interesting I I don't know what to think about this series. I don't feel great, but I don't feel horrible about it either. I'm really conflicted. I feel better about it being at Fenway yeah, and not in Philadelphia because we saw Red Sox offense uh, or Red Sox pitchers struggle in uh, Philly, which is understandable. It's a nice little heritage park there. Mm -hmm. But I feel just the same like Richards Velasquez, not great. Like, I'd like to see Richards just give him a chance to win. I feel like I'm at the same spot with him as I am with Perez. Like, just get through five, keep him in the game kind of deal. Uh, Perez met more same. I mean, you've got a, the note written here, snooze fest. And that's exactly <laughs> how I feel. But then the highlight, Pavetta uh, hoping to get a little revenge game there against Aaron Ola. That's going to be a really fun game to watch. But mm-hmm. because of that, I feel better about the Red Sox offense um, being home. And as long as they don't strand nearly 15 runners a game, uh, I feel like the outcome of the series should be pretty good. Uh, Philly's stats, uh, Reese Hoskins is having a nice season. Uh, 313 OBP, 20 homers, couple steals. Bryce Harper's having a nice little Bryce Harper season for himself. Andrew McCutcheon also having a nice little year. Uh, yeah. Been a while since we've been able to say that. JT Real Muto do JT Real Muto things. So, uh, unfortunately, we're not able to avoid Real Muto <laughs> as he was on <laughs> the IL. The last time they played, he's back. Um, so, I mean, it's th- those four, the heart of that order, certainly can do damage against the Red Sox pitching, but they're also very, very aggressive. Uh, 89 strikeouts so far for Hoskins, uh, 68 for Harper, and 73 for Andrew McCutcheon. So there's certainly an opportunity to, um, you know, keep these aggressive bats off balance and do some damage on the pitching side. So, yep. 
Looking forward to the Red Sox. Hopefully being able to take that. I'm going to say uh, Red Sox take two out of three. Yep, that's exactly what I was going to say. Um, two out of three. It's going to be close, but two out of three. I think we I think we uh, squeak it up. Especially gonna... because our bullpen is much better than Phillies. Understatement of the year. <laughs> True. So actually, this, this could be the Brandon Workman revenge series, right? Oh boy, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with J.D. Martinez as my prediction for MVP as well. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll go that route too. I'll go I'll go J.D. Like, he's been kind of hitterish recently. You know, he's going to get ready for the All-Star game, getting ready and just going to tee off on Philly's pitchers. Love it. Yeah. All right. That is going to do it for this edition of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to uh, check us out on overthemonster.com where we sometimes write stuff. Check us out on Twitter at the Spoken Keats. You can find Shelly at Shelly V underscore six four three. Thanks for listening.